Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and it's Sunday, the 11th of July in the year 2021, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, where it has been pouring rain all afternoon. <laughs> and... Um, it was beautiful this morning, but that's what happens this time of year. And it's actually been kind of chilly. And I'm actually wearing a sweater right now, if you can believe it. So, you know, it it's not all tropical heat here and um, constant sunshine. <laughs> but that's what makes the rainforest lush. And we wouldn't have the beautiful nature we have if it wasn't um, raining a good portion of the time. So meantime, it is July and today we had one planet change signs and that was Mercury that finally went into the sign of Cancer in the afternoon, my time. And it is the first time Mercury's changed signs since, oh, I don't know, May, April? <laughs> I lost track. It's been in Gemini for so long. And it was retrograde a while ago. And, you know, it went retrograde, remember, back at that 24 degrees when it talked to Venus and it had that conversation and all. But it's been in Gemini for a long time, since May. And, you know... We're finally going to get a taste of Mercury and Cancer and what that's like and what that's going to feel like for us because, you know, it's been so long in its own sign. So now we have more planets in water and we had two planets in air that would have been Mercury and Saturn. And now uh, Saturn is the only planet in air right? As far as planets go, the North Node's in air, but the, as far as planets go, it's just Saturn. So now we have more water. We have Jupiter in Pisces still. We have Mercury now in Cancer. We have Mer Neptune in Pisces. And so we're in this water mode. And with Mercury now sitting in uh, Cancer, it will make a very nice trying to Jupiter tomorrow because it's early Cancer and Jupiter's on its way back to Aquarius and later this month, but it's still at the very early part of Pisces. So since Cancer is at the, uh, Mercury's in Cancer, the very early part of Cancer, we are experiencing this extremely lovely um, conversation between Mercury and Jupiter, which should make everyone happy and flowing and, and focused and, um, yeah, a very, a very kind, use your words kindly. Um, but the big news is meow. It's three planets in Leo. And that is one big meow or roar, <laughs> if you prefer, um, as the moon and Venus and Mars are all in the sign of Leo. And this is something that is very unusual. And so let's, let's take it one step at a time. So the moon went into Leo yesterday, the 10th, in the late part of the day, uh, late afternoon, early evening. And then it uh, will it moved along, opposed Saturn, and then um, 
tomorrow it's going to touch Venus, going to conjunct Venus, that it's going to conjunct Mars. Now, Venus and Mars aren't exactly into conjunction until Tuesday, but the moon is going to trigger this. So you should know that you're probably going to feel this very strongly tomorrow. Uh, you know, it, it, the moon is going to be touching them in the wee hours, my time, or really, you know, like five, five fifteen in the morning and stuff. So that's, that's pretty early. Um, so, but it'll be kind of lingering through the day. Um, even though the moon is leaving, leaving, getting ready to leave, um, the sign of Leo, it's going to stay in Leo, um, all day, but it's going to be really, it's going to be void <laughs> and it's going to go void at 8.30 a.m. Eastern time and then be void all day until 4.30 a.m. Tuesday. So that's a long void moon. That's almost a 24-hour void moon. It's like a 20-hour void moon. And so the moon is void all day tomorrow. <laughs> so, you know, um, enjoy it. Uh, relax curl up like a kitty. Um, you know, this is, this is quite an aspect because Venus and Mars are never really conjunct that often. And this is going to be a conjunction that comes for the first time since late 2019. Now, this is very important for lots of reasons. So like I said, one step at a time, the moon is going to trigger them tomorrow. And that means we're going to start really feeling it I mean, we're already feeling it tomorrow, and I've been feeling it for days. You know, um, Venus and Mars getting together. You know, in the in the garden, certainly nature is speaking to Venus and Mars. Last week, I caught two bugs mating on the back of one of my plants. <laughs> that was last Monday. Two little leaf beetles. They were very cute, and they were mating on the back of my plant. And you know, I I stumbled upon them. If you saw that on Instagram, you know what I'm talking about. And then there were two butterflies, and they were mating on my plumeria or frangipani, as you may prefer to call it. And then they were dancing around the garden together. And then the hummingbirds were together, and they kind of went whizzing by me. And then there's been a bat couple on my patio all week, and last week, and they were. They were flying around together every night, this bat couple, and they drank all the hummingbird nectar that I left out. <laughs> ah, the joys of nature. Um, yeah, they drank all the hummingbird nature nectar. So the hummingbirds, you know, I'm thinking, gee, they're going through that nectar awfully quickly, but no, it's really the bats because I caught them drinking the hummingbird nectar. And then, of course, there's all the cats. Yes. This is cat time. It's three planets in Leo, and there are, this is cat energy or cat medicine, we could say. And cats are, as you know, aloof and detached, and, uh, you know, they're, they're territorial. Now, you put Venus and Mars together in Leo, and maybe things get a little territorial. And so... You know, if you feel possessive, Leo's a little possessive. Leo's a little jealous. You know, what are you doing? Who's who are you with? You know, uh, even though it's fire, it's a very passionate sign. It's the sign that rules the fifth house. That is all about 
love affairs. So, and the thunder just struck as I said that, love affairs. So, of course, of course, you know, the cats are acting up. So, the, if you've ever heard cats, if you've, right, if you've ever been right in front of cats when they're screaming at each other, then you know what it sounds like. And so I had the lovely pleasure of standing outside in the garden and listening to the two cats, the one that adopted me and another one, and the two girls, they're two girls, they were screaming at each other. And I couldn't even see them, but I knew I had to separate them. And if you ever get that close to cats screaming at each other, you know that it's like having front row seats to a bad opera, okay? There's like, you know, you know what it's like. So <laughs> it's one thing to hear them in the distance. It's one thing to hear them three feet away from you. <laughs> and the only cure for that is the hose. <laughs> so that's what I did. I pulled out the hose and I got them separated because all you have to do is run water on them and they go scattering everywhere and that the fight is over. So Okay, so it's cat week. <laughs> Even though the moon will move out and move into Virgo by the time Tuesday comes, Venus and Mars are still going to be together. Now you can have a bossy cat like I do, um, or you can have a very passionate uh, time in your life. Now this is great for creativity. Um, Leo is a very creative sign. Um, Leo loves children. And Leo is really, you know, regal. And so it's time to put some beautiful clothes on, male or female, put your beautiful clothes on and, you know, feel special, feel regal, feel, uh, you know, proud, feel very proud. And, you know, if... Venus and Mars are the love and the passion. And if you are lucky and you're in a relationship and, you know, I hope that this is a passionate week for you. And if you don't happen to be in a relationship, maybe you could go kiss somebody or hug somebody or, you know, at least treat yourself royally. Okay. Because they are in the royal sign of Leo and they're going to stay there for a little while and they're going to be close, and but they're getting revved up. You know, they're, they've been getting revved up, and that's why the butterflies and the bats and the cats and everything else has been nature is speaking. They, they feel this too. So, you know, uh, Mars in Leo is good because it's in fire, and it likes to be in fire, and it gets to be, you know, uh, passionate and confident and a little assertive and, you know, really, really like gets you up and moving when it's in fire. And it's good we have fire because remember, we went that whole time without any fire. So these guys are going to be in fire for a little bit. And that's, that's the good news. Um, and it's really a, a profound thing because pay attention to what happens. And I said this last week, pay attention to what happens because I think we're opening a door right now because Venus and Mars are going to conjunct again in February and March. Now, this is unheard of. You know, astrologically, this just doesn't happen. But as it should be, Venus will go retrograde around Christmas time and she'll be in Capricorn and she'll be with Pluto. You know, Mars is upper echelon and, and upper you know, more profound 
dynamic Mars in Pluto. So Venus will be with Pluto. She'll go retrograde and she'll go retrograde through Capricorn. And then by the time she goes direct at the end of January in 11 Capricorn, she will be um, connecting with, starting to connect with Mars again. And by February, they're really going to be dancing together in Capricorn and then dancing together in Aquarius. So they're really going to make a few conjunctions, but they are going to technically, you know, the exactitude of conjunction, okay, here it's going to happen Tuesday. It's going to happen twice. It's going to happen in, in February and March, but technically they're going to be conjunct for like over a month. So we have to pay attention to what's happening now, because I think this is going to be a look ahead to next six months to what's really going to happen when Venus like decides she's going to retrograde step back and meet up with her buddy Mars again. And it's, you know, it's Venus and Mars in mythology. It's, it's, it's um, you know, Aphrodite and, and, and her lover, you know, and so this is a time for lovers and this is an actually a very nice, interesting time because not only do Venus and Mars get connected and then they get connected with the moon tomorrow, but the sun is trining Neptune on Thursday and that's very cozy. And, you know, Thursday's not that far from Tuesday. Venus and Mars are still conjunct, technically. They're really, you know, I think it's when they start to get, well, my program will tell you it's eight degrees, but, you know, once they start to get like five, six degrees away from each other, then we start to say, oh, okay, they're moving out of conjunction. But they're still tight and together. And, you know, you should, this is a time to find some happiness. After last year and after what we've been through and after the Saturn Uranus that we've been through and then Mars passing through it and then Venus passing through it, ugh, I felt a shift with that new moon. I definitely felt a shift on Friday. And then Venus and Mars getting closer and then the moon moving in nearby. I definitely felt that shift. And the energy has been different ever since. And I hope you felt that too. I hope things got lighter for you. I hope things um, started to blossom creatively for you because cancer is a very lovely um, sign of, you know, camaraderie and generosity and, and, and you know, snuggliness and cuddliness and coziness and, and home and family and hearth, okay? And we, you know, the Cancerians are generous when they invite you into their home and make you dinner. Leos are generous in lots of different ways. You know, they're going to show up in their Cadillac and take you for a ride. <laughs> um, but what's really happening is, you know, we're moving out of this drudgery of that Saturn Uranus and these two lovely planets that re indicate relationships moved through there and so things were complicated and we were irritable and and it was it was hard it was it's been really stuck and and yes of course there are lessons to learn yes of course there are things to pr you know to produce and to be you know to, to relate to and, and release during this time. And we've done a lot of releasing, but this we're now Leo is the sign of fun. So 
Can you go out and have some fun? Can you go to the movies and watch something? Maybe if the movie theater is open by you. Can you can you have a little party? We had an impromptu dinner here on Friday evening. It was just as the new moon was occurring, and it was so lovely. It's like, hey, what are you guys doing for dinner? Well, we don't have any plans yet. Well, I got a chicken. Oh, great. Let's, we've got vegetables. Let's get together. I had made a chocolate banana cake because our banana tree is just fertile and flowing with bananas. And so we had a very nice little new moon celebration without it really being planned. And it was so nice to sit with friends and be lovely and cheerful and enjoying a good meal. That's what you do on a cancer new moon. You enjoy a good meal together. And this was the perfect time to do something like that. So we went into the garden for, because it wasn't raining on Friday. (laughs) And we sat there and just sort of enjoyed each other's company and food. And it was, it was a great thing. And you have to take advantage of these moments. So camaraderie and friendship and lovingness and passion. Well, when do I ever get to talk about that? I usually have to say Saturn squaring Uranus or Saturn and Pluto are conjunct or we're getting hit again with the moon triggering those planets. Yeah, the moon hit Leo. Yeah, the moon squared Uranus and it opposed Saturn and it did all that, you know, um, yesterday and today. (laughs) Um, it's, you know, it did the, it did the Uranus thing today and, um, it did the, the Saturn thing earlier today. (laughs) So, you know, now we're free. <laughs> but, you know, I actually didn't feel that it was so dramatic. And it's interesting because it really did make that T-square, the moon. I didn't feel it was so dramatic. Why? Probably because it's going to the happy aspect of Mars and Venus. And because Saturn and Uranus are starting to separate. So, yeah, Saturn and Uranus are really starting to separate. And that's good. And, you know, it's not that... You know, these aspects happen and we need to deal with them. And it's not like they are, you know, when they move apart, we're not going to get anything accomplished. So when I say that's good, I mean the pressure's off because it really felt like a pressure cooker for a few weeks. And I really hope that you were able to accomplish something during that time. But now let's, let's fall in love as the song goes. Let's fall in love. Why shouldn't we fall in love? Yeah, let's fall in love with something, with with your beautiful garden, with your beautiful view of the beach, with your surroundings. If you can't fall madly in love with a person right now because it's not the time, then fall in love with your life. And you know, I learned a few months ago, we have to fall in love with life. We have to fall in love with our life. And if we're not there, but we're going there, great. And if we're not there and we have no way to get there, then we got to figure out how to get there. And what I'm finding is more and more people are coming to me and saying, hey, you're really positive. And I get this a lot lately, especially. You're really positive. I have to be positive. There, We can't just sit here and roll over and die because Saturn and Uranus are going to square each other and they're going to be on and off and we're going to uh, just feel 
exhausted all the time and like we're on the treadmill. No, we have to use the energy to get ourselves a breakthrough, move ourselves forward and get someplace we've been wanting to go. Now, that's the backdrop of 2021. And in some ways for me, this year feels harder than last year because it feels like last year we couldn't do much. We had to throw our hands in the air and stay home, right? And we had to figure out what our gift was. And now we've got to apply that gift, take that gift and get it out on the road, okay? And if you are feeling giftless, then I suggest you start tuning in because Leo is also a sign of gifts. You know, the fixed star Regulus is in the sign of Leo. It lives in the sign of Leo. It's not only the king, but Regulus is, it's a gift. If you're, if you have planets at 29, 28 Leo, these are, these are planets that bring you gifts. And in Spanish, the word gift is regalo. So regalo, that's regal and it's regulus and this is a time so if you can't fall in love in these next few days if you don't fall in love with your surroundings then go buy yourself a gift please go buy yourself a gift that you've been wanting go do that that's one of the most like loveliest things you can do for yourself okay but this is a time of gifting. This is a time of loving. This is a time of self-love. This is a time of falling in love with your life. And while I expect that each and every one of us has to do work in our lives, work on ourselves, you know, is the most important thing that we can do because that's, you know, we can't just, like I could sit here and tell you week after week what the aspects are, but if we don't take that ball and run with it, then you know, it, it's, it's not going to produce anything. If you don't want to stay in the same place and you want to get somewhere different in your life, you have to start doing things differently. And that often means, you know, taking action in some way. And that's what Saturn and Uranus are getting us to do. But we have to take time for ourselves and we have to take time to love ourselves and love our life. And that's what you know, these next few days and this week are about. And um, one of the things that I was starting to say is that people tell me I'm positive, but I, I believe there is a way through and accomplish, accomplishment, a way through any of these hard aspects, and there's an accomplishment at the end. Yes, there are things sometimes in life we have to face that are inevitable, and losing people and, you know, losing things that are important to us sometimes. But there's something on the other side of this, okay, on each and every, every part of it, of losing someone or something, there's something else waiting for us. And it's important to remember that because even if, even if we are, um, finding these aspects to be challenging in our lives and causing us to want to throw up our hands and just go back to bed, you know, it's good to rest. Yes, it is really good to rest. But, you know, my feeling is we can't just live. We can't just live. We can't just like sit back and live. And maybe like our grandparents' generation 
often did that. that like, that's what they thought they were supposed to do. Like, well, this is the way it is, and this is what we've got to deal with. No, you got to take life by the horns and do something about it. Now, my favorite way to do something about it is by doing something in, you know, the quantum field, because if it happens in the field first, then it happens in your life after that. It doesn't mean that things magically happen to you. It means that on some level, you created that, but you created it maybe when you were sleeping or maybe when you were meditating. And meditating gets us into the field. Um, but we do need to take some physical action in our lives. We have to, you know, walk the talk and we have to, you know, not just live. We have to love life and expand ourselves as we're having this nice Mercury trying Jupiter and um, give ourselves a break too, you know, as the sun trines Neptune. So this is, there's some lovely things happening this week and I hope you'll give yourself some time and some energy and some self-love and, you know, go buy yourself a gift. Maybe that's a massage. Maybe that's, you know, um, I don't mean it needs to be a new sports car, but <laughs> maybe maybe that's what it is. <laughs> um, and you know, love your life and move it forward. But you you know you got to go out into the universe and move it forward and take some physical steps in your life to balance that. There's not always this um, experience of like things just happen. Things don't just happen to people. They, they create them. Okay. Now who are some of the most creative people, you know, um, look at their lives. Do they, do they create something that's, you know, makes impact on the world? Um, that's ideally what we'd like to do is we create something that makes us happy and feel fulfilled and gives impact to the world that, that makes them happy, you know, makes the rest of the world happy. So, so that's, that's some of the stuff we have to do. Now, Chiron, Chiron on Thursday the 15th will go retrograde. Chiron is not something that is um, necessarily warm and fuzzy, but he's in Aries and he's going retrograde. And so he'll go into his cave. Chiron, Chiron lived in a cave in mythology and he, he taught music and he was a healer and he had to live with his wound his whole, you know, for a good portion of his life. And that was, you know, that was hard for him until one day the other gods, because he was a demigod, he was, he was half mortal. One day the other gods just said, you know what, we're going to put him out of his misery and we're going to send him up to the starry skies. And allow him to be out of pain um, because he had a physical wound from an accident. And, you know, um, as he retrogrades, he goes into his cave and he, he goes, draws within, draws the curtains and goes within. And maybe this, you know, time, maybe this Venus Mars will say to you, hey, where, where don't I feel love in my life? Where don't I love my life? And where is it time for me to take a step back? And don't I say that every week? Um, to take a step back and, you know, find the place that helps you lick your wounds. And maybe they're not as bad as you think they are. With Venus and Mars together, 
licking your wounds might not be so hard. Maybe you look at them and you go, you know what? I know how to deal with this. Um, I'm not going to just live with them anymore. I'm going to do myself a favor and love my wounds no matter what they are, no matter how I've been wounded, and I'm going to spread love and forgiveness um, after I do the work that gets me there. That doesn't mean you can just go, I forgive you, and it's all okay, and it's all over. That's not usually how it works. And some people don't want to forgive. Um, so it takes them a little while to, to get there. But, you know, this is a loving week, and I'm not bothered by Chiron turning around and going back into his cave. Maybe he's going to go um, do some good healing work on himself, you know. So that's a, that's a positive, positive thing. At the end of the week, when we get to the 17th on Saturday, the sun opposes Pluto. So that's powerful. And that's more passion too, you know. So Venus and Mars will still be very close together and the sun will be opposing Pluto. So this is a, this is a juicy, passionate week. And, you know, it's love, it's uh, compassion with the sun trining Neptune and Mercury trining Jupiter. It's, you know, it's the first time I can say, huh, you know, I don't have to say, oh, Mars is going to hit Saturn and then Uranus. Oh, Saturn and Uranus are going to square. Ooh, that just felt like I was being pinched, <laughs> constantly being pinched. And this now is going to let this, this up. I'm not afraid of sun opposing Pluto. It means, hey, transformation, a good transformation. Maybe you'll learn something from giving yourself a gift. And giving yourself a gift could be a gift of transformation. You know, we all have the ability to transform. Each and every one of us has the ability to transform. And that is what, I, to my opinion, but I have Pluto in the first house, um, that, that's what life's about. It's about transforming and becoming something richer and deeper and more profound than who you were when you came to planet Earth, you know. Um, we get those young years of enjoyment, and then we get to do some something that's going to be meaningful and, and impactful and um, creative that's, that's a joy to give to the world. So there, we give ourselves a gift this week, and we give a gift to everyone else. And if you feel the need to give yourself the gift of astrology, you can come talk to me. And that's, I think, a very nice gift. People give themselves, oftentimes on their birthday, um, they give themselves the gift of astrology and they, they want to see the year ahead for themselves. And that's that's what we do. We look at the year ahead and we look at the, the, the years after that and, and where things may have been complicated in the previous year and how to handle things going forward. So on that note... It is mostly a loving week, and I encourage you to find love everywhere you turn, okay? And if you look for it, you will find it, okay? That's a very leonine way of looking at things. Um, so maybe the person you really love can't be with you right now. Maybe you don't know who that person is. Maybe you're alone and you don't really know who your lover is, um, but you can love yourself 
and give yourself all the gifts you you desire right now. And so that's something that I think is a very positive expression of Venus and Mars. Even if you can't fall in love, you can um, do something very loving for someone else because Leo is a very generous sign. You can do something loving that makes somebody happy. You can maybe throw a party and people will actually be able to come. And wouldn't that be something? Now, on that note, um, Venus and Mars are getting together. That means this is very social. And next year, Venus and Mars are going to get together. And like I said, so we have to pay attention to this because it has something to do with next February and March. And maybe the world is going to start coming together again. And people are going to start going to you know, travel places and vacation and see friends and, and it's easier to fall in love, you know? So good luck this week. Fall in love with yourself, fall in love with life, buy yourself a gift and treat yourself really well. And, you know, um, and I'm Deb McBride and this is the Golden Astrologer podcast. And I will be on Instagram this week at the Golden Astrologer. And then, I have Twitter at Deb Astrology, and I will be back here again next Sunday. And in the meantime, my website is The Golden Astrologer. And if you'd like to have a session, please just book online. And my blog is there as well to read. And you can listen to all the old podcasts there as well. So for those listening for the first time, and, you know, come from your heart. This is, this Leo rules the heart. And stay in your heart this week and treat yourself very well and treat others well and be kind. So gratitude to all for listening. Have a beautiful, loving week.